WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. And I'm Anja. And this is WCSG Backstage. Well, welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we become honorary Care Bears, mm. try to trick each other with two truths and a lie, go for the gold with an Olympic sport, and I get the special deep cut to share with you today. So back in the 80s, seemed like everyone had one of these things, a Cabbage Patch doll, G.I. Joe, Barbie, He-Man, or a Care Bear. Mm-hmm. Well, initially, they were created for American Greetings, and they spun off into a full-fledged franchise celebrating 40 years this year. <laughs> if you're not familiar with them, they have a little icon on their tummy that coincides with their character so we thought it'd be fun for everyone to be an honorary care bear fill in the blank (laughs) if i was a care bear i'd have a blank on my belly because i say a key on my belly because uh honesty is key uh i i a little backstory i used to lie all the time Hmm. um but i found when i came to christ that uh the, the holy spirit really convicted me of just being honest with everyone and in my marriage you know, God just came to me in a moment and said, you got to tell your wife everything about you, your past, everything that's happened, all your dark secrets. And if she still loves you, then you guys are set because mm-hmm. I just didn't want any room for the devil. So uh, I, I, I sat down with her once and, and I just shared with her just all my trespasses, all my secret sins, uh, everything that I had done uh, that was just hurtful and harmful. You know, she sat and listened and she is still with me today. And I'll tell you what, there is so much freedom in that because yeah. um, I can walk knowing that my wife loves me for who I am, even though I was messy and and not good and just a wretch of a man at times, she loves me anyways. And uh, that was just such a, I think, a big milestone in our marriage. So I have a key because honesty is key and glory to God for that. You know, Sounds good. Thanks, Amen. Tom. Yeah, yeah. So um, unlike the rest of the room, <laughs> in the 80s, I wasn't playing with dolls. I was already in <laughs> high school. So um, I... <laughs> True, true. So I had no, a little bit older than the room, and that's okay. But um, I had to go back and do some research because I had no idea what these Care Bear really? things were about. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Um, so I had to do some serious research, and what I found were three um, that were very much, I went, oh, yeah, okay. So Superstar Bear, that was one. Um, always outgoing, go-getting person. That is yeah. Superstar Bear. So that's one that I'll have. Then change over to the very happy cheer yeah. bear. Cheer yep. bear. Cheer yeah. bear. Yeah, yeah. I consider myself a cheerleader. I like to encourage. Yeah. And, you know, have a so, rainbow on its belly? Uh, that one, That one. Um, her belly badge gives her the power to create tangible rainbows. Oh, so yeah, yes, yeah. there's the rainbow. The rainbow. Belly badge yeah. is the official term then. Belly okay. badge. Right. Yes, yes, because this is official research. And then amigo bear. Amigo Bear? Amigo Bear has a red orange fur and his belly badge is a red stylized spiral sun surrounded by small hearts. And uh, this Care Bear speaks the universal language of caring Amigo Bear, particularly flexible in the communication department. Okay. Oh, very nice. nice. <laughs> I did just find a Cheer Bear on Amazon. $40, so you can get one. Oh, wow. Which is much cheaper than Grumpy Bear, 
who is a 70. So <laughs> those are original best, ones. Though. Yeah, I don't know if they're like they. I don't think they're original the from the eighties, oh, wow. but they still expensive. They are. He would always just go around grumbling and complain, and he it's was like actually one of my of favorites. Bunch. Absolutely, but yeah. that was his thing. It was, was his his belly badge declared it. It's not like you were surprised. When you were in the room. Yeah, like, like you knew that's what it dude, was going to be. Gonna do. He enters the room that way. <laughs> All right, my belly badge would be an assortment of sports balls. Not because I'm sporty, but I spend a lot of time at sports because my four kids all do sports. Um, basketball, soccer, football, and baseball. So I think, at least at this stage in my life, I don't know if it counts to my character, but it counts to my extracurriculars, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a little bit of difficulty actually coming up with something, and every time I tried to get deep and, you know, find something for my character, my mind would keep bringing me back to one thing. If I was a Care Bear, I'd have a taco on my belly, (laughs) because I absolutely love tacos. I couldn't figure out how to depict queso, so I figured I could just put queso on top of my taco. So if you can find a deeper meaning for that, go ahead. I have one for you. (laughs) Okay. It's because sometimes you fall apart, but people still love you. Okay. You know, like a taco. Right? Yeah. That makes sense. I like that. That's good. Well, it's always interesting to see where this goes. We also always learn so much. It's time for two truths and a lie. Two facts are true. One is not. And we have to figure out which is which. This is fun. Okay, Anjo, why don't you go first? Okay, so I'm going to go first. And I uh, really am doing this in honor of uh, the first day of summer. So the summer solstice. One, it occurs at the same time all over the world. Mm -hmm. Two, it can be either June 20, 21, or 22. And three, it is not always the first day of summer. What? The first mm. day of summer is not always the first day no, of the, summer? No, the summer solstice is what oh, it is. Okay. It's gotcha. actually called the summer solstice. I believe that I, I read the 20, 21, 22. I believe that's true. I think I just read that this past week. Okay. And mm. I feel like number one is true as well. Because sometimes it comes in at like 6.49 p.m. Other times it's like 11 a.m. Oh, is that what you mean? Like it comes in on time-wise for everybody? Yep, it occurs at the exact same time all over the world. I'm going to oh. go with number three being the lie. What was number three again? Could it's you say that not again? always the first day of summer. Yeah, I don't buy that. Yeah, I'm going I'm to agree with you, Amanda. That, that's good logic. I appreciate the logic, but I'm going to go with number one, the falsehood. Okay. 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 Um, no, Amanda, Tom, you're right. It is always the first day of summer. Yes. And it does always occur at the same time. Technically, the June solstice is the exact instant of time when the sun is directly overhead. So then that's why Monday was the first full day of summer. Correct. Because we had a partial day of summer. (laughs) On Sunday. On the solstice day. Yeah. And it is always the longest day of the year, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I just grabbed three random facts for two truths and a lie. First up, you lose about 30% of your taste buds during flight. This might explain why airplane Mm. food tastes so bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, The elevation in an airplane can have a detrimental effect on our ability to taste, and then the dryness of the recirculated air also affects that as well. Number two, the first person convicted of speeding was going 12 miles an hour. (laughs) According to Guinness World Records, the first person to be charged with speeding was Walter Arnold of England. In 1896, the speed limit at the time was just four miles per hour, and Arnold was spotted going three times the speed limit, so 12 miles an hour. Wow. Number three, the longest wedding veil was the same length as 63 and a half football fields. Oh. A woman from Cyprus got married in August of 2018. Her goal wasn't just to say I do. She also was determined to set a Guinness World Record for the longest wedding veil, and she achieved that with 22,843 feet 
of Wedding Veil. I wonder what that weighed. I don't know. It's Honestly. about four miles, 63 and a half football Four field. miles? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Did she also break a record for how many irritated wedding guests she had? Because we'd be tripping over <laughs> that long, thing the whole time. It's a long walk down the aisle. Man alive. Yeah, seriously. How do you even... How do you ever. even... <laughs> and we're still waiting for the bride. Yeah. She's right. almost all here. Because a four-mile walk does take a while. Well, and you got your, like, maid of honor who's supposed to help you with your dress and your veil and all that. Like, she she can't even be part of the wedding because she's four miles down the road. <laughs> now, it didn't detail this out, so it's possible, like, Rapunzel from the Tangled movie, maybe it was all woven together and so if you straightened it all out it'd be okay. four miles uh, okay. i don't okay. know so i can't clarify I like that, that might detail. not count it's then. rolled up like a fitted sheet just like <laughs> <can't> <laughs> um i what was your first one uh you lose up to 30 percent of your taste buds during flight i'm gonna say that one's false because okay. i feel like there's something with flying like everybody wants to get ginger ale for a certain reason i know there's something oh. to do with like the bubbles or something. Probably I, to settle the tummy, though. Yeah, but I, mm. I feel like there's something about in-flight ginger ale. I don't okay. know. All I don't right. know. No, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Angela, any thoughts? I want to go with the flight as well, but for different reasons, because it says 30% mm-hmm. of your taste. But I would think then that airline food would taste better the fewer taste buds you have. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, sure. right? Sure, That's sure. what I think. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that as being a lie. I also think it's interesting, though, um, that the speed limit being four miles an hour, that's mm-hmm. literally walking. You can walk that. I know. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good brisk pace on a walk. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm going to go with the first one, a lie, too. It just okay. uh, The other one's had a lot of details, so I kind of want to go with one of those, but I'm, I'm going to go with the first one being the lie as well. well you are all incorrect. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All of that was true for the taste buds. Mm. The wedding veil was also true. The only thing I changed with the speeding, mm-hmm. that was the falsehood, uh, was that he was going eight miles an hour. Oh. The speed limit oh. was two miles per Stop hour. It. Oh, and he was no. spotted going four times the uh, speed limit. So he was actually going eight. And Angela, you talk about walking. A constable had to chase him down on his bicycle to issue him the equivalent of a $65 <laughs> ticket. Because wow. he couldn't walk that fast. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's wow. funny. I'll go next. Okay, so mine is uh, summer-themed as well, since uh, we just kicked off summer. So here we go. Two truths and a lie. Uh, First one, Americans eat enough hot dogs on the 4th of July to stretch from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles five times. Um, The dog days of summer, that term comes from the fact that back in the 20s, lots of stray dogs would end up getting rabies and they'd foam at the mouth, they'd chase people around. So uh, they they coined that phrase, (laughs) the dog days of summer, because rabies were at its height. And the third one, the Eiffel Tower gets six inches taller in the summer. That's because the 1,062 foot monument is more than six inches taller in the heat thanks to thermal expansion, which causes the iron structure to literally grow. I do not believe the dog days of summer. I feel like we would have heard maybe more about that had it been a thing. When did that happen? Uh, Back in the 20s. In the 20s, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one too, and I want to be wrong. So okay, I I, I like the idea of the expansion. Yeah, six inches. Mm -hmm. That's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. But considering the height, I'm going to have to stick with the dogs too because I've never even heard of that happening. It doesn't happen to my dogs. It happened to your dog ever. I'm going to go with the dogs as well. Uh, You're all right. Uh, The phrase actually was coined uh, because of the stars. Uh, It's inspired by uh, the Sirius dog star, which rises in the sky during late July as part of the greater dog constellation. I just want to say one thing about the hot dogs, though. 
Wow, that's, that's a lot, lot of hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs. Is it right. just on 4th of July proper or 4th of July weekend? I believe it's, <laughs> I, I don't know which, uh, just July 4th is what the <laughs> fact said. So. That is a lot of tube steak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, Amanda. All right, my uh, two truths and a lie have to do with the Olympics. Those are kicking off July 23rd. Number one, Tarzan competed in the Olympics. Johnny Weissmuller, an athlete turned actor, played Tarzan in 12 movies, and he actually won a bronze medal in swimming in the late, in the 1920s. All right, number two, the following sports are not part of the Olympics anymore, but they used to be solo synchronized swimming, tug of war, (laughs) rope climbing, hot air ballooning, dueling pistol, tandem bicycle, Swimming obstacle race and live pigeon shooting. Okay. Mm. (laughs) That would not fly today. (laughs) And number three, during the 1936 Berlin Games, two Japanese pole vaulters tied for second place. Instead of competing again, they cut the silver and bronze medals in half and fused the two different halves together. So each of them had a half silver and half bronze medal. Oh, like that's that. really nice. That's nice. That'd be um, a one of a kind or two of a kind yeah, item, you know, absolutely. if you could get your hands on that. How do you that? solo synchronize your swimming? That's where I'm hung up too. I, and, and dueling. I, you know, that just sounds like death at the Olympics. I don't know from that. They used to compete naked. Like that's 100% that's true. true. That is 100% true. Like you true. couldn't have sponsorship because unless you got a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I want three to be true. Because it's a nice story. It's yeah, a nice story. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the second one. There are a lot of different things you had in there. So okay. maybe you just snuck one in that wasn't okay. actually yeah. there. Yeah. I'm feeling the same way on that one. Exact okay. same reason. You know, I, I'm going to have to go with it too because the, the, the synchronized single swimming. <laughs> Solo what is that? Mirror? Is it a mirror underwater? What? How do you? I am afraid to tell you all you're all wrong. <laughs> Stop it. Yes. Stop listen, it. listen to this. Solo synchronized swimming was a sport at the Olympic Games between 1984 and 1992. It's surprising it took the organizers three Olympics to realize that a person swimming alone cannot be synchronized with anyone else. Yeah. They, they do, do still have the two and eight person team events, but the sure. solo synchronized is not a thing. Maybe okay. they should just call it something else. So the lie is actually about Tarzan. Mm. Um, oh. Tarzan did compete in the Olympics. He was in 12 Tarzan movies and he actually won five gold medals in swimming whoa not one bronze five gold medals i feel like i did hear that he was an olympic athlete they chose him for tarzan because he had a great physique i'm sure if you're a swimmer they're like okay speedo loincloth kind of the same thing so that's right (laughs) both uncomfortable yes Olympics are right around the corner. So finish this thought. If blank was a sport at the Summer Olympics, I would get the gold medal. So each of us have to come up with our own sport event that would potentially win a gold medal. And Amanda, what do you say? Okay, this just comes, you know, they say practice makes perfect. And these Olympic athletes, they practice and practice and practice a day in and day out. So my Olympic sport would be it's not, it doesn't actually have a name. It's just more keeping my kids organized and on task and getting them where they need to be, making sure their uniforms are clean, packing their stuff for tournaments, like having enough, but not too many things. 
not being a super mom, but also like being involved enough where they know I'm there. So that would be my that makes sense Olympic sport. Just trying to navigate all of them and all their stuff. I think super mom is a safe title for no, that. No, no, no. But I'm not the oh we made cookies with a race name. Oh, no, like no, no. I know my limits. They're and, all alive and breathing and happy and yes. all going in the same direction. <laughs> super mom. Yeah. Thank you. You Thank win. You. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be the thing I've practiced at the most. So I think that would be I'd be most likely to get my medal in that. I gave this some thought and I wasn't sure how to put it into words either, but it's true. So if being a bit extra, a bit over the top, (laughs) I would win in that. You know, I mean, hold on. It's okay, guacamole. I'm a bit extra too. That, you know, so that, (laughs) that would be mine. And you practiced it. And everybody smiles and they go, yeah, we know. (laughs) All right. So I'm the one that puts together these scripts and I had trouble coming up with an answer, but this is where I give us easier, easier stuff. right? (laughs) So I said, if forgetting was a sport at the summer Olympics, I would get the gold. Uh, This actually comes from a more recent situation I had where I had scheduled my haircut appointment and whatever it is about that particular task. So maybe it's forgetting my haircut appointment is my summer Olympics uh, sport, but I have to put it in my calendar. I have to give myself an hour and then a separate 30 minute warning because otherwise every time I forget and then I have to reschedule my appointment every single time. This is with your haircut. Only with the haircut appointments. Everything else I'm either early because if I'm not early then I'm late, but it's always the haircut appointment that I always forget about. You need a Flobie. Is it maybe there's something in your past? has a Flobie. I know he does. Is there something in your past? Was there a a traumatic haircut experience? I love getting my hair cut. It always feels so good. They're expensive, and maybe that's part of it, is I don't want to spend the money. Mm. So, anyways. I chose barbecuing as my event. Uh, It's something that I've loved to do for years, and it's something that I keep growing at, something that I keep working at. And I think uh, those things in your life that you continue to work at continue to improve and hone. uh, Those are are the important things to you. So, uh, you know, whether it's a brisket, uh, which, by the way, I just totally dried out recently. I I, I, I slow smoked it. I'm telling you, for 14 hours, I woke up at four in the morning, five in the morning to put that in the Traeger, and uh, it just, it dried out. And I, I don't know why i'm not quite sure why that happened it's a very tough meat but uh it's something that i'm still working at still improving at and something that i just really really enjoy doing from picking out the wood to picking out the meat to uh, making the dry rub it's just it's just something i love doing well thanks for listening to wcsg backstage you can get the word out about the wcsg backstage podcast by rating subscribing and sharing with your friends each show we close things out with a deep cut jeremy i'm so excited it's your turn what did you bring I brought us a shorty. It's a pretty short song. It features Pat Barrett and Chris Tomlin, and it's from his album, Act Justly, Love, Mercy, Walk Humbly. The song is called As For Me. Yes, I love this song. Uh, I love this song. (laughs) I stumbled upon a clip of it uh, several months ago when I was gathering some information for Pat Barrett for the WCSG Top 10 Countdown. I'd completely forgotten about it. So uh, it kind of came back to me as I was looking for a song to bring to the podcast. And uh, it's just a great worship song. It's short, uh, pretty simple message, nothing too deep. just a declaration about serving the Lord in your house, which depending on where you sing it, I suppose it could be your family house, your church, or even a radio station. Mm -hmm. So that's the one I brought. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Angela. And this is WCSG Backstage. Backstage.